Well, hello everyone. Uh, so the recording recording started. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to the teleseminar today. Um, really happy again to be with all of you as we close out another year of teleseminars. Um, and I'm really excited that they continue to be uh, helpful to people. And um, and so we'll be uh, heading into 2019 with our monthly teleseminars. Uh, today is a uh, repetitive, I repeat this theme every uh, holiday season in December of the year because it's very meaningful in terms of looking at the understanding of uh, what we call the three principles. And so even though the title may be the same, I think, uh, uh, you know, where we talk together about it changes from uh, year to year. So, um, again, just want to share with people that um, I will speak uh, here for about 20, 25 minutes. I just want to share with you uh, new ideas that have come to me about the topic. And then um, open it up for anybody who would like to share, um, would have a question about the teleseminar, or just want to share what's happening for them with this understanding. And so um, I will uh, announce that when we're ready for that. And what you need to do is just hit star two on your telephone and um, we'll, let, we'll be able to hear you. Um, so again, you know, these teleseminars are based on an understanding uh, that has come from the teachings of Sidney Banks. And there's actually a new website uh, that makes uh, his works a little more available. It's www.sydneybanks.com. And uh, there you can actually um, uh, live stream, not live stream, but you could actually stream some of his uh, seminars and and uh, listen to some of his audios. So I would recommend that to people. And if people want to really gain more understanding of what we talk about together on these teleseminars, I would go and look at his books and um, any videos that are available now. Well, great. It's just welcome. And um, I have uh, also a, toward the end today, I want to uh, let you know about two exciting um, projects that are becoming available that start in January of 2019 that I am offering. So I will let people know about that at the end of the, of the seminar today. Um, okay, so today's seminar is one that's really dear to my heart. Um, keeping the holiday uh, spirit or holiday feeling all year. And um, so I want to just share with, um, uh, w when I first heard this, um, I was uh, listening to uh, Sydney Banks' audio tape, oh, you know, many years ago now, maybe 15, uh, 20 years ago. And he was talking about uh, the feeling of gratitude, and then he talked about how... Uh, you know, that feeling is uh, the feeling everybody gets around the holiday season, uh, being generous and being thankful. And he just said, um, you know, uh, you can have that feeling all year, all year long. And it really hit me. I really realized uh, some truths that came to me about that in the sense that, you know, um, 
I was in those feelings. It was around the holiday season in that year. And I was close to those feelings. I was uh, in the States here, United States, just celebrated our Thanksgiving, which is, you know, completely thinking of people and life with gratitude if you're really into the feeling of it, you know. And going into the holidays, you know, uh, the holy days, uh, whatever religion. Uh, but it's really about a feeling there. that, And that feeling brings about generosity, you know, giving to others and uh, being in gratitude and being thankful. Around this time of the year here in my community, um, many people are serving food at homeless shelters, contributing and donating to charities. So you could see the feeling starts to emerge into a form, the form of uh, gratitude or the form of generosity or the form of forgiveness or the form of feeling blessed, that kind of thing. But it's really a deeper feeling. It really has no form. It's really the spiritual energy that Sidney Banks always points us to that we are all a part of, that he talks about as love. But it's not about love um, in the sense of loving yourself or, or loving the people in your life. It's just a pure feeling of of love and uh, the spiritual energy of um just being in peace and well-being and um, the best, the closest we get to it is calling it love. But it's kind of like what people might call as unconditional. It's formless. But again, when we hit that feeling, it forms in us and it becomes an expression of generosity or being kind or uh, uh, doing uh, something for someone or sharing your appreciation of people. So it comes in that form. And um, one story I was told many years ago, um, along the way to Sid's deepest enlightenment, he really saw the true nature of thought and it awakened in him the feelings of love. And he was so deep in the feeling of love that a friend of his uh, was telling the story and he's saying that they were walking together, Sid and his friend were walking uh, um, down uh, in the main area of uh, Salt Spring Island and Sid said, you have to hold me back. I want to hug everybody. So that's kind of a feeling, isn't it? Yeah. So um, now uh, it hit me when I heard Sid's words that you can have this feeling all year long, your whole life. It's the truth of that. It's really true. And then, you know, I noticed, well, what takes me out of that? Well, many things take me out of that that are kind of habitual, you know, um, uh, worrying, uh, you know, taking people's actions personally. So here you are, you know, um, shopping for a gift to give someone you love, and you're in a long line, and it's taking forever, and you get frustrated. Well, you know, that'll take you completely out of the feeling of, you going there to get this gift for this special person in your life. So I've been there many times. I wonder if any of you have. So it isn't so much to say that's right or wrong. It's just to see that what started to occur to me is that we think our way out of these beautiful feelings. And then I started to see more and more that, that this is our true nature. You know, over the years of my understanding the principles, 
and getting a deeper feeling for the fact that I am mine, that I am the spiritual intelligence in the universe, um, I started to see we are these feelings. And again, the only way we uh, move away from them is we, we think our way out of them. Now, that's the human condition. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but one of the power, the power of a understanding what Sid is teaching us is that we can recognize what we're up to. We can start to recognize, oh, wait a minute here. I'm getting all caught up in my thinking about standing in this line and I'm losing the feeling of what brought me here in the first place. And you can regain that. That's the beauty of uh, understanding. So um, it it was remarkable to me as I heard this and all of these things I'm sharing with you hit me within a few seconds and it became um, kind of the foundation in which I started to to live my life but also to share with people that I was helping um, at that time and to really see that uh, again our true nature were these was this pure feeling of love and it says love and understanding um, that form into these ways that we are with people uh, as a result of being in this feeling. And um, I started to share with people that the only reason they weren't finding that is, again, they were uh, using thought in a way that they were creating insecurity, some form of insecurity. And it didn't look to them that it was the manifestation of thought. And again, you know, the power of thought and consciousness is to make whatever you're thinking about life real to you. So it looked to them like it was real. So as I started to look at it more truthfully and started to share with people more truthfully, people started to see that there really is a place within, um, within our own consciousness where these deeper feelings all of us are looking for exist. And it started to, it, you know, I started to talk about it as a sense of contentment in the sense that in that feeling, uh, it's pure, it's pure love. Huh? And the contentment aspect is that um, when you're really in that consciousness, once again, as I've mentioned before, you don't think about yourself. You really don't. You're not thinking about yourself. You're just in that pure, beautiful feeling engulfed in that, in those feelings. And so you're not thinking that you lack anything. Uh, you have, again, no self-doubt. And you also don't, don't think, I need to go get something or do something so I could feel this even greater. There's no sense in those moments of pure love or uh, pure contentment that you're thinking there's something greater. You just have come home. That's the feeling of it. Well, as an aside, I just realized that a book by um, the, the the late wife of um, Bill Pettit, who I knew in the very early days of, of meeting Sid and, and us working together in the San Francisco Bay Area around the 1980s, she had written a book, um, Coming Home, and it's a book of poetry about, poetries about this understanding, and I, th I think it just got published again, Coming Home. So talking about 
us having that feeling of coming home reminded me of the book. But that's the feeling we're in. So first, you're not thinking about you. There's no sense of you. And the other piece is um, not that you lose yourself, but really there's no thinking about yourself. And there's no thinking that you need to get a feeling greater than this. You stop your searching because you've come home and you found once again the beautiful feelings that are you, which um, we give ourselves permission to live in longer during the holiday season. Don't you find that? You can see that with people, that more people are out being kind and doing, you know, good works for uh, people who may have less than them, and uh, but also being generous to people they care about and, and love. So in a way, looking at it from this understanding, um, we have permission. Somehow we have permission. And not like we consciously <laughs> give ourselves permission, you know, but we just do have an, kind of, you could also look at it as an, as an excuse to live more in these beautiful feelings. And, uh, you know, you'll see people kind of uh, say, well, I'm, I'm not going to think about that. You know, we're, we're, we're in the good time of the year. Uh, so, you know, people already, you know, in their own way know what to do with their usual thoughts that get them frustrated or disturbed. They just don't see that home base uh, are the feelings that they uh, find easier to live in when it's kind of labeled the holiday season. And there's a lot of reminders of that around. You know, you see excited children, um, you see uh, religious ceremonies that bring people closer to the unity that we all are in terms of the spiritual energy. Um, we have, um, if you watch TV, there's a lot of commercials that bring in the feeling. There are, you know, there have been past movies um, that have spoken to the feeling that are uh, uh, offered a lot this time of the year. So there's a lot that is a reminder that have that has uh, that gets us looking at it in a way that um, we come back to those feelings. But once again, it is isn't any of that that brings us to those feelings. Is that while we look at all of that, we drop our um, uh, we drop our stressful thinking, we drop our painful thinking. And the minute we do that, these beautiful feelings come in. And uh, because we're around the holiday season, it's like, oh, yeah, let's let's stay with these feelings. You know, let's carry them further. You know, so people <laughs> set out for a day to uh, maybe get some things that they want to, to be generous toward their loved ones. They'll stay in that feeling of generosity or fun or goodwill or to, to much longer than uh, when they just visit these good feelings, you know, uh, 11 other months of the year. So, uh, again, I'm not meaning anything wrong with that. It's just kind of being a little funny about the human condition. Um, again, you know, as I've shared on other teleseminars, I work a lot in relationships, with relationships. And, you know, again, couples come, come to me and... Um, they have honored innocently. They don't know this. They, it's my words. They have honored their 
uh, troubling thoughts about each other, their opinions, their, their assumptions of one another, their judgments, and, uh, and uh, their faults, seeing faults in each other, that when they do get moments of, um, of nice feelings, of goodwill, of love, they have them, but they're temporary because they go back uh, to these other feelings that they think that they need to have in order to get the relationship they want. So, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, so when these feelings emerge in our meetings, I have to help people see that those are the feelings they want to cultivate and nurture because that's their true nature. And But once that starts to get a foothold, uh, people start to live in that more. They see the truth in it. Just like that woke up in me when I heard Sydney Banks talk about the fact that we can have these feelings, these holiday feelings, he was saying, all year long. They're there. They're you. They're what you truly are. And whenever you have those feelings with another human being, you are connected. Both of you have touched the connection that's there already, the spiritual connection you have with this other person. You are already spiritually connected because both of you are mine. So when you have the feelings of love and understanding with another person through, I don't know, generosity or gratitude or kindness um, or forgiveness, uh, you touch that. It's hard to say that because uh, it, it comes from that already. So it, it's just trying to describe it just so we get a feeling for it. You're there again, maybe is the way to say it. You see, you're there in that place of love and, and love and understanding and contentment. And then you're expressing it in your form as it's formed in your mind for that moment. So, so... uh Sid was just saying that's what you how you can live all year long. Now he also knew we were in the human condition, so it wasn't a thing of what you should do. It just waking us up again to the possibility, bringing us back to the truth of the matter, that these feelings um, only leave us when we, you know, kind of engage our habitual thoughts that stress us or worry us or uh, frustrate us or whatever, right? Um, that's it. That's the only way we can move away from these feelings. So, again, it isn't to work at that. It's just to begin to look in the direction that uh, you are a living being that is encased in, in, not again, uh, trying to find a word for it, encased in love, in love and understanding, in the graceful feelings that emerge more in the holiday time of year. And in the human condition, um, we generate thoughts and a lot of habitual thoughts. And, and uh, it's just to recognize that when we are away from those feelings, we're probably uh, we're probably giving attention to um, our own personal thinking, and that's all we need to know. It's not again uh, a task to uh, think that there's anything wrong with it. That's kind of the par for the course, being human, and the evolution of the 
spirit of what we're talking about together today is the rest of our lives. Seeing more and more of this point that that Sid brought to the table that we are, we can have these feelings all year long and we evolve in our uh, uh, living in those for the rest of our lives. It's not that we get that perfect. So we keep coming back to, well, uh, you know, where, what am I using that gets me on these feelings, you know? And then once again, you know, once, I, once we realize it, making the course correction. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, an airliner, an airplane flying from San Francisco to Hawaii isn't on course 100% of the time. That's why it's got a navigation system on it, right? So it goes off course and the navigation system brings it back because the navigation system has recognized you're off course. So that's all. That's the way to handle uh uh, getting some feeling for the deeper essence of what we are and then getting getting away from that because you get caught up in your habitual thinking. All right, you're just like that airplane. You just got off course. You'll rec- you recognize, oh, man, I got caught up again, and you bring yourself back. So that's the kind of gentle way uh, to live with... Um, uh, the understanding that Sid has brought to us. Um, it's more about being graceful and gentle with yourself, knowing where you want to go, knowing that it's built into us to come home again to these beautiful feelings. And um, we have a whole consciousness uh, in the world that sets aside a certain period of a year where um, there's a lot of permission to live in that or to find, excuse me, sorry, to find forms in which it can be expressed. Um, So uh, I just wanted to share that with you today because it was so impactful to me when I first heard Sid talk about this and share this. And, um, And on my teleseminars, I made it a point to come back to us sharing together on a teleseminar once a year about this beautiful uh, truth and uh, the fact of what we truly are and we we are the holiday spirit all year long. And um, were it not for our human condition, <laughs> we'd be in it. But then we wouldn't be in our human condition. So you, you're graceful and gentle with yourself, knowing where home base is, where you want to come back to. And that will allow you to evolve your understanding. It will allow you to see that when you are being kind, you're in it. Uh, when you are generous, you're in it. Uh, when you're thinking of others and not yourself, you're in it. When you're giving yourself understanding and kindness, you're in it. Um, all of that. Um, so um, the other place I saw this, uh, it was a little, it was a little different wording by Sid, but it's in that um, book called The Island of Knowledge uh, by Linda Queering, and it's in the chapter. I think it's on the chapter of Christmas. There's a chapter on Christmas there, and Sid 
speaks to his daughter about um, that this feeling is uh, available all year round. So it's really a gift that he was able, for me it was, to him to share it that way. And again, he shares it in many other ways, but to share it that way really hit me um, because I always have given myself an excuse, not consciously, to live more in these feelings during this holiday time of the year. Now, that doesn't ignore that not everyone, because of their past uh, or because of their life situation, uh, is experiencing uh, the holiday season this way. And some people may be really suffering. But that doesn't mean they don't have uh, the same feelings uh, in them. And if you see someone suffering, if you can see that they have those feelings, you might be able to uh, speak to those feelings. Um, Because uh, I remember one time, just to talk a a story, uh, my son had a project for uh, his high school um, and he had to write a creative paper and he thought let's go uh, I want to write about the homelessness in San Francisco so I thought well that's something let's go so we went up to uh, an area in San Francisco where a lot of people were homeless and and so we just thought, let's just talk to these people. That's all he wanted to do. Let's just talk to these people. And um, I don't mean it like these people. Let's just talk to, let's just talk to them and see what we find. And I'll tell you something. When we talked, we had such a beautiful connection. And 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 the the people we met were living on the street. You know, it was December. It was cold for them. But when we sat and just wanted to know them and connect with them. Um, It was surprising what they gave back and what we gave to them in terms of just love and understanding. And people shared their stories. People, they were just so human. And um, it touched my son. It touched me too so deeply that um, uh, his paper led to the, his class uh, forming a, um, uh, you know, forming a uh, charity event. Uh, but the reason I'm telling you this story is that people, uh, people, it's not that what we're talking about isn't the line that people are up against some very difficult times. But they are no different than us. We are all the same. And if you see that in people, the moment you're with them seeing that, um, you will have this beautiful connection of love and understanding, and both of you will be generous to each other. It's just remarkable. Anyhow, um, I hope this was, uh, I hope this was helpful to you all. Um, and so what I like to do, because that's really the purpose of the teleseminars is not for me to talk the whole time, but also to hear from you and for us to hear talk with one another. And so I want to open it up in a, in a minute to anybody who'd like to share 
about their general understanding of the principles or share about um, this teleseminar or ask a question. Um, and again, I want to remind you, I'm going to save a few minutes just to let you know that I'm offering two programs starting in January that I want to let you know about. But anyhow, in order to um, for me to know um, that you want to share something, you need to hit star two on your telephone. And then I'll see that and um, let you join us. So anybody who would like to share or ask a question or um, uh, share anything about today's uh, Telesima. And here I have somebody now. And it's Chris. Hello, Chris. Oh, hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Um, What's hey, what I just wanted like to share. <laughs> hey, thanks for, uh, for letting me jump in here. So, um, yeah, I always love this one you do every year, Mark. I think it's a, a great teleseminar for this time of year and quite appropriate. Um, I just wanted to actually piggyback as an example um, for where you were saying the standing in line example. Um, I think that actually can provide kind of, and I'll just kind of pose a hypothetical here, but where you were saying, you know, hey, you're, you you went to buy a present and you're kind of thinking of the person in kind of a loving manner. You may be thinking about how much they would like it and how much you can't wait to see them. And then you're standing in line and the line is severely backed up, right? So you're thinking to yourself, you know, why is this taking so long? I got somewhere else to be. You know, what can possibly be the problem and you've got all these thoughts running through your head that are, that are now changing that experience. And then maybe you peer around and realize, wait, the person who's holding up the line is maybe somebody that's maybe physically or mentally handicapped. So you're, you're, now your experience completely changes again because now you're thinking you're compassionate, you're, you're empathetic to that situation. And just within seconds or minutes, your experience didn't change. You're still standing in that line, but how you're interpreting that whole experience has changed. And it's just kind of an example of how if you just realize that, that that's kind of the core of uh, that empathy or understanding or love is really your natural state and you're just kind of altering it, that that's the real, you know, the real win, the real understanding there. But I just wanted to kind of provide that as, a, as an example for me. Well, yes, I think that's so true, you know, uh, Chris, and thanks for sharing. Yeah, it really is, you know, but it's, again, Chris, I love the way you said it because it's just, thankfully, through this understanding of um, these spiritual principles, you can recognize what you're up to. And uh, once you recognize, oh, my God, I'm holding on to uh, these judgmental thoughts and uh, somebody just can't help but, uh, you know, operate the way they're operate given what's going on for them, uh, that changes things for you. And the other piece is uh, all, it, all it really takes is uh, recognizing that um, your thinking changed from one of uh, with love wanting to be generous to someone to one of um, thinking, you know, taking the store's uh, policy of having this long line personally. And so um, uh, 
how you look at it is going to, as Chris pointed out, how you look at it is going to determine how you experience uh, being in that line. Thanks, Chris. Uh, always good to hear from you. Anybody else have something they'd like to share? Just um, hit star two on your phone. I would love to just hear what your thoughts are or um, anything that um, is coming to you about this understanding or anything that you have a question about. You can tell from our um, our uh, past uh, teleseminars that as people share, it really becomes uh, valuable and we learn more. There's another thing that when I um, uh, mentor uh, people who are working in groups, uh, they're either coaching a group or doing a meetup group on the, their understanding of the principles or uh, they've got some group format that they're working in, that one of the ways to really get a group quiet is to ask them to share. You know? <laughs> but again, I would just love to hear from any of you and um, I, I think just hearing from you enriches our, our teleseminar. Um, so let me listen then. Um, well, maybe I'll just take this time to tell you what I'm offering in January and then maybe... Uh, as I talk about particulars, something will come up for people. So I'm offering two things in uh, January. In January, uh, we're going to start the fourth year of the Missing Link uh, book, that book by Sidney Banks, that uh, book group, where we uh, spend a year together once a month reading a chapter from this book, which is really uh, written from a very spiritual, philosophical place. Um, other books by Sidney Banks uh, have the same philo philosophical understanding, but they're written in more story form. So um, we decided four years ago to see if there would be interest in uh, learning together for a year and reading this book and see what would come of that. And I was just really blown away by how much uh, through the year uh, we gain more learning and uh, gain insights and realizations uh, from our own true knowledge of what Sidney Banks points to in this Missing Link Book Club. And um, in January, I'm also offering a retreat to deepen this understanding, but also to help people be more impactful and find more ease in sharing it. And that retreat's going to be in Hawaii. Um, if any of you want more information, just email me at drdoctor, drmarkhoward at comcast.net. We'd love to have you. So think about it. And if you'd like to see what I shared about it, uh, just email me and I'll send you the announcement. Um, well, uh, again, this is a beautiful... 
a feeling to share with you about. And, um, um, you know, I wish you all a wonderful time through this period of um, our year where it deepens our spiritual nature, whether the source be through your religious ceremonies or through your family ceremonies um, or through you just um, deepening because you're using the feeling of this year to be kind to yourself or to, to others. And don't forget yourself in the picture, not uh, your righteous kind of self, you know, like, uh, uh, or your, or how, um, you just, how it should, how you should be treated right by other people. But no, just being kind to yourself with understanding that we are all doing all we can do every moment of life, uh, given the quality of thinking we're in. And we can't, we really can't control uh, the thinking we're in, uh, the understanding that it has something to do with our thinking must occur to us. And how that happens is a mystery, as Sid said. It's a mystery how you gain, uh, how it occurs to you uh, what's going on in life, that, you know, um, the nature of thought. So you live with that. Um, so again, be, be also kind to that deeper understanding of yourself that no matter what happened or how you were in the past, all, that's all you could do given the quality of thinking you're in. And you won't even remember the, all of the thinking you're in. So, um, so the kindness that comes from the, this deeper feeling of the holiday uh, time of year is also one of kindness toward yourself. Um, so, um, anybody else want to share or have a question? I see some new callers uh, on today, and um, feel free to um, ask any questions. To do so, you, have to, you need to hit star two on your phone. Well, um, um, that was as much as I want to share. I just don't want to fill the time. It felt right to uh, connect with you and see if there were uh, anybody else that wanted to share. As, um, and I don't really want to force, this, force anything more this year uh, because I don't want to move away from the beautiful feeling of um, sharing with you all. So I want to wish you the best through this holiday season. And, uh, you know, there'll be a recording sent to you. If you got the emails of my, of the announcements of the teleseminar, you will get an email with the ways you can listen to uh, this teleseminar recording and all the other recordings. They're now also on a podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. So you'll get all that information in an email in several days. Okay, well, thank you for being here. Wish you the happiest of holiday seasons, and we'll talk again in the new year. Thank you, everyone. Have a good rest of today. Bye.
The conference is now completed. Goodbye.